You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. We are here in our series that make room. This is really an exciting series for us. Ako personally, I like this series because it makes me uh, study the topic that we're talking about, which is the Holy Spirit. The reason why we entitled it Make Room, hindi ito yung parang, ano, yung parang just to accommodate a visitor. Alright, sige, punta ka dito, ganyan. Hindi yun ganon. When we talk about Make Room, it's like ikaw, meron kang bahay na malaki, tapos biglang meron kang iinbitahin na meron padating na isang importanteng tao. Because this person is so important, Kumbaga, do sa bahay mong malaki, you are going to make room just for this important person to stay here. Di ba? Kumbaga, magdadagdag ka pa ng isang kwarto para dito sa isang taong to. Because it is an act of honoring that person. It is an act of valuing that person. That's the reason why we entitled it Make Room. As we talk about the Holy Spirit, I guess for the past centuries, from the Trinity, the Godhead, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is the most neglected sa Trinity. Some of us treat the Holy Spirit as a force. Yan, parang sa Star Wars, di ba? Force, ganyan. Or probably, spirit, ano ba ito? Spirit ito, parang si Casper ba ito? Ghost ba yan? Ganyan. But that's the reason why we are talking about it. Because at the end of the day, the reason why we want to know the Holy Spirit is because once we know who He is, we will be able to know how to respond kapag meron tayong mga pinagdadaanan ng mga pagsubok. Alright? How many here, as a Christian, wants to live a victorious life? Diba? Hindi na yung pupunta tayo dito every Sunday, diba? Tapos sa paglabas natin, pagdating tomorrow sa, sa trabaho, sa skwelahan, diba? We feel defeated, ganyan. But the reason why the Holy Spirit is here, so that we may experience it, and so that we may experience the kind of victory that God intends for our lives. Alright? Right now, we are in our week three. We're in our third installment. Right now, we are going to talk about some principles, ganyan. Pero the next few weeks, more on practical na yung pag-uusapan natin. Pero as we talk about the Holy Spirit, kaya siya Holy Spirit, kasi yung, the word holy means that it is uh, no, to set apart. Or when we say set apart, it is to be sanctified. There are a lot of temptations in the world. How many of you agree that there are a lot of temptations in the world? Diba? Kung we experience it, Every day, pag sa mga lalaki, di ba, we experience it. When, when we drive, tapos meron kang makikita mga ads tungkol sa chinelas, ganyan. Pero yung, yung suot ng babae, naka, parang nakaano ba yan, di ba? Galit ba yan sa tela, yung babae yan, kaya nakaganyan. Di ba, ganyan? there are a lot of temptations. But when we talk about the Holy Spirit, the word holy means set apart or to be sanctified. Kumbaga, the Holy Spirit's work in our lives is to set us apart from how the world does its system, how the world values things. You are here, di ba? Minsan, pa- Pastor, paano ba to, di ba? Minsan, di ba, y- yung feeling mo, you're sobrang gwapo ka, tapos yun, nilalapitan ka na ng babae sa office mo, ikaw na nga yung, ano, di ba, alam mo may asawa ka, alam mo may asawa rin yun, nilalapitan ka, tapos yun, you're saying, Pastor, paano ba to? Palay na yung lumalapit sa akin, di ba? Baka mukha ka kasing manok, di ba? <laughs> lumalapit sa yan. How do you say no to that? Because at the end of the day, we can either say no by our own effort, 
or we can say no by the empowerment of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Holy Spirit, to set apart to be sanctified. So, yung pag-uusapan natin yun, setting apart and being sanctified. And as we talk about setting apart, it is not only the Holy Spirit actually yung gumagawa ng sanctification. The Trinity is involved in the sanctification process as well. What Jesus did on the cross, pag-uusapan natin yan mamaya, kumbaga, what He did was a positional sanctification. Kumbaga, dahil sa ginawa niya sa cross, doon nagsisimula yung sanctification. And the Holy Spirit is the one who, who progressively helps us in our sanctification. Parang malalim, masyadong malalim yun, di ba? Sanctification. Pero basically, for us to, to grow in our faith with God, for us to be separated, for us to dislike the ways of the world. How many of you here, gusto pa rin ba yung galawan sa mundo? How many of you here still like pagdating sa mga under-the-table deals, okay lang sa'yo? How many of you here, di ba, kapag meron ka nakikita sa TV, di ba, na, na mga green jokes sa'yo, okay lang yan, di ba? Probably you need to understand the sanctification that the Holy Spirit does in our life. And of course, the Father provides the ultimate sanctification as He has sent His Son, and when we meet Him face to face one day. Like I said, we are just going to lay the foundation. And probably you may ask, diba, as we talk about sanctification, diba, some of us, how many of you here are saying or asking, ano ba yung will sa akin ni Lord? Diba? Ano ba yung will mo sa akin, God? I believe that a lot of us are asking that. But if there's one will that God has stated in the Bible that we are to be assured of is in 1 Thessalonians 4.3. Sabi niya, for this is the will of God, your sanctification. It is God's will not to leave you the way you are, but it is God's will for you to become the person that God has called you to be. If you're here and you still have vices, you're saying that you are Christian, I'm not here to condemn you, but I am here to remind you that this is the will of God. That He wants to sanctify you. He wants you that one day, one day, you can say no to alcohol. You can say no to smoking. Even if your friends would invite you to a party, even if your friends are going to tell you, KJ mo naman, that you can have the boldness to say, hindi ko kailangan yan. Okay lang, sige, party kayo, sama ako dito, pero ako, dito lang ako. Kakain na lang ako ng lumpia. Diba? Ganun yun na lang. Or yung madina na kakainin ko, tubig na lang akin. Alright? Or kape na lang. Because when we are sanctified by the Holy Spirit, we can say that. Because at the end of the day, it will not be according to our own strength, but it will be according to the strength of God. Can we really be set apart in this generation today? Can man, tayong mga lalaki, can we really be set apart with all the ads that we see, not only in billboards, pero yung mga, minsan may mga nag-pop-up-up na ano dyan sa internet eh, di ba? Even a woman, di ba? Can we really be set apart when there's a lot of beauty products or mga magagandang babae, tapos sometimes you become insecure, wanting to become like that, or you're thinking that, that the standard of beauty is that model. So I have to look like her. Can we really be set apart in a world where there are, there are for, for business people to become successful, diba? Kailangan ito yung mga gagawin mo. For a politician, can a politician really, a Christian politician really be set apart? 
Kung yung artista na Kristiyano, can they really be set apart? Or can we really set apart? Diba? In a world that we live in, a husband, a housewife, anak, can you really be set apart in the world we live in? That's the reason why this topic is very important para sa atin. Kaya kailangan natin ito pag-usapan. Ang question is, do you really want to live a sanctified life? Kasi syempre, kung ayaw mo, talagang walang mangyayari. Alright? Actually, kung ayaw mo, you can, you, you can kung bayo, wala kang interest, sabi mo, pastor, ayoko talaga eh. So, uh, mamaya, siguro pag humaba na yung pagsalita ko, you can sneak out, you can go out, di ba? Kasi, kung baga, magsasalita mo, magsasalita dito, pero wala naman sa ito, di ba? Kung ayaw mo talaga, wala talagang mangyayari. So, I hope at the onset that you would already desire, di ba? So, bakit ba tayo nahihirapan as Christians to live in this world? Gusto mo buwet, di ba? Pero yung nga, ang hirap, ang hindi mo magawa. Sanctification, ito yung sanctification. Sanctification is a supernatural work of the Holy Spirit whereby He produces uh, in the believer a positive likeness of Christ. At the end of the day, this is what sanctification does or the goal of sanctification for us to become more Christ-like. Ang hirap naman nun, Pastor. Kasi nga, if we think that itong gagawin natin ay galing lang sa ating lakas, mahirap talaga. As we talk about the Holy Spirit, I hope that we would see and understand that it's not just about our own effort to become Christ-like. It's really by the grace that has been given us through the power of the Holy Spirit. So right now, we're going to read in Galatians 3, verse 1 to 5. Let's read. O foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? It was before your eyes that Jesus Christ was publicly portrayed as crucified. Let me ask you only this. Did you receive the Spirit by works of the law or by hearing with faith? Are you so foolish? Having begun by the Spirit, are you now being perfected by the flesh? Did you suffer so many things in vain, if indeed it was in vain? Does He who supplies the Spirit to you and works miracles among you do so by works of the law or by hearing with faith? Let's bow our heads and pray. Lord Jesus, we thank You for this time. Thank You for the opportunity as a church community for us to be together, to learn from Your Word. Even right now, we make room for you, Holy Spirit, to speak in our hearts. I pray, Lord God, that as we, I deliver this message, more than the voice that is coming in my mouth, I pray that you would speak, that your voice would speak to the hearts of your people. And we thank you. I pray and I in faith, Lord God, that at the end of the day, that there will be a response coming from your people, a response of humility and submission in knowing you more and allowing the Holy Spirit to move in their lives. We thank you for this time. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You know what? The reason why I read it that way, because that was the feeling of Paul when he was writing his letter to the Galatians. He was really angry. Just a little background, yung, yung letter nga ni Paul was addressed to Galatians, alright? It was addressed to a group of churches in the area, in Galatia, which is ngayon, present-day Turkey. It was written around 48 to 55 AD. When people got saved, 
There's the Gentiles, yung mga hindi Hudyo, tayo yung kasama tayo doon. When, kung hindi ka Hudyo, you are a Gentile. So ganun, yun yung mga nasave Gentiles during that time, but also meron yung tinatawag ng mga Jewish Christians. Hudyo sila, pero because they got into the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, naintindihan niya kung si Jesus, they gave their life as well. So yun, mga Jewish Christians rin. So yun, there's a true groups of people. But then there's this ano yung tinatawag nating mga Judaizers. Sino sila? 'Di ba? Yung yung fancy Judai. Hindi, hindi 'yon. Alright, the Judaizers. Ito yung mga uh, Jewish false teachers. Kumbaga, they got saved, yes. But then when they were seeing the Gentiles coming into church, parang naano sila? Parang there's something that siguro naiinggit sila. Jews were very very ano, kumbaga, they were passionate sa customs nila. Alright? They're passionate in their traditions, in their religious activities. Pero yun nga yung message ng gospel eh. Diba? That you are saved not according to your traditions or to your works, but because of the grace of God. Pero ito ngayon, one area, particular area that the Judaizers were trying to tell the Gentiles, the Christians, na hindi Jews, yung, yung root nila, they were telling na kailangan you have to be circumcised. kailangan you have to be circumcised for you to have salvation. Sobrang gagaling nila magsalita. These Judaizers were so eloquent, were so learned, ganyan. Sa sobrang nilang galing magsalita, they were influenced. Yung mga Gentiles, they were influenced. Ah, kailangan pala if I am going to really have a total life in my Christian walk, kailangan I have to be uh, circumcised. And Paul began a defense sa kanyang ano, yung in-explaining na hindi dapat to ganito. He was saying that there is already complete salvation in Christ. Hindi na natin kailangan dagdagan. Kaya siya, he was so passionate. Paul was angry when, when he was writing this letter. Kaya nga sinabi niya na, Oh foolish Galatians, di ba? Who has bewitched you? Sa Tagalog, ang ganda sa Tagalog nito nakalagay dito, O mga mangmang na tagat Galatia, sino ang mga nagsigayuma sa inyo? Di ba? Mga mangmang. O foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? The reason why Paul was angry and saying this, he was using language. Kumbaga, these are pagan practices. And Paul was in a way, equate niya yung pagdadagdag sa gospel as a pagan practice. Who has bewitched you? It was before your eyes that Jesus Christ was publicly portrayed as crucified. It was before your eyes that Jesus Christ was publicly portrayed as crucified. It doesn't necessarily mean na yung mga Galatians, when Jesus was crucified during that time sa cross, was really there to witness. But sabi lang dito ni Paul na when I was declaring this, when I was declaring this publicly, to you guys, when I was preaching this publicly to you guys. Yun yung ano niya, yun na yung point niya, that he was publicly declaring the gospel. The question is, do we see Christ? Do we see Christ crucified in our process of sanctification? Kaya dito, Paul uh, was saying, after saying these things, he starts to interrogate the Galatians by giving rhetorical questions. Alright? Against the mindset na nakuha ng mga Gentile Christians and against the false teachers. So ito, meron dito yung mga questions na binasa rin natin. 
So verse 2, verse 3, verse, verse 4, verse 5, do you receive the Spirit by works of the law, by hearing with faith? And so on, didiscuss natin yan. So these are rhetorical questions. Rhetorical question is a question na hindi naman in-expect ni Paul na sagutin. Kung hindi mo kailangan sagutin to, because I just want to make a point to you guys. A rhetorical question might be one na walang sagot, or obvious naman kasi yung sagot. So here we can see that there is a contrast how Paul has written this letter or rhetorical question. Kumbaga, sa simula, dito ka nagsimula, tapos yun, dito sa pagtatapos. Discuss muna natin yung first two na questions yan. Let me ask you only this. Ito lang, tatanungin ko sa inyo. Pero meron siyang several questions. Did you receive the Spirit by works of the law or by hearing with faith? Are you so foolish? Na naman, sinabi na naman ni Paul. Are you so foolish? Having begun by the Spirit, are you now being perfected by the flesh? Paul shows how illogical yung tinuturo ng mga Judaizers or yung natanggap ng mga tao. He was saying, illogical yung ginagawa nyo. Because have you received it? Have you received the Spirit, yung meron kayong ginagawa? Or have you received it by hearing in faith? Because when they received the Holy Spirit, it was the result of hearing the Gospel. You know what? When you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, that is the time that you receive the Holy Spirit. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is different. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is more on the power gifts, granting gifts of prophecy, healing, ganyan. Kumbaga, for us to really ah, expand, ganyan, to really be able to harness the power of the Holy Spirit. In the beginning, if you have made Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior, you already have the Holy Spirit in you. So Paul was reminding them about the gospel, basically. When we make Christ our Lord and Savior, we are saved. So yun tanong niya, how did you receive it? Galatians, how did you receive it? He was reminding them of the gospel. Romans 6.23, sabi sa first part, no? diba? for the wages of sin is death. It is a reminder for us what the gospel is all about. Wages of sin. Ano ba yung wages? Diba? Pinagtrabahuhan mo yan. Imagine this, diba? if you are separated from God, tapos yun, pag pumunta kayo ng impyerno because of your sin, kumbaga meron ka diyang mansion. <laughs> right? Because yun yung kabayaran ng kasalanan mo. You are there. That is the wages of sin. Sa iyo yan talaga. Pinaghirapan mo yan, sa iyo yan. Nasabihin ng demonyo. Alright? Pero I'm sure, hindi maganda doon sa mansion yon. The good thing about this verse is that it did not just end there. It goes on, but, ganda talaga ng word na, but, meron biglang contrast. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. If wages is to be earned, God is offering a gift. And a gift is something that is free. Hindi mo ito pinagtrabahuhan. And sabi dito, the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And the only way for us to receive this is to receive it basically. Diba ang isang regalo, hindi naman natin ito pinagtatrabahuhan, diba? Birthday ko, a few weeks ago, diba? Kumbaga, hindi ko pinagtrabuhan when my wife gave me a gift. It is something to receive or reject. It's a reminder for us what the gospel is all about. 
that you did not work for the gospel. You did not work for you to be approved by God or for you to go to heaven one day. But the reason why you can be assured that you're going to go to heaven one day is because you have received this free gift. And I hope, Tayo, we have indeed received this free gift. In other words, he was saying that we have been justified by faith. When we talk about justified, it's like saying just as if you have never sinned. You have been acquitted of your sin. Makasalanan kang tao, but because of what Jesus did on the cross, and on the third day he rose again, and when you start to believe, Jesus, you died for my sin, because you died for my sin, you are victorious over sin and death, makasalanan akong tao, I admit it, but I need you in my life so that I can become a new person. When we do that, when we do that, that kind of acknowledgement, that is us being acquitted of our sin. Hindi po tayo na-acquit na sin just because Christ died on the cross. 2,000 years ago. Sometimes that's our mindset na, okay na, kumbaga, I am already saved. Hindi. Kumbaga, Jesus did that. Kumbaga, Jesus is still looking for a response. He is looking for a response if we are going to believe in what He did on the cross or if we will not believe thinking that this is just a story na ginawa ng mga tao. But when we believe, we are acquitted from our sin. Justification is the work of God alone. When we receive Christ in our hearts, we have received His Holy Spirit as well. Kaya yung Holy Spirit, it dwells in us. Going back in Galatians 3.23, dito, yun kasi yung tinuturo ng mga Judaizers, parang sinasabi nila na, okay, we are saved by Jesus, diba? by God through Jesus Christ. Pero, kailangan meron tayong gawin pang iba. In other words, kung gagawin yon, parang sinasabi nila, nabibitin kami kay Jesus. Nabibitin kami sa ginawa ni Jesus sa cross. Di ba iniisip ko yan? Kung meron pa tayo pwedeng gawing iba, bakit pa namatay si Jesus sa cross? But the Judaizers, parang ganyan sinasabi nila, nabibitin kami kay Jesus. Ikaw ba, nabibitin ka ba kay Jesus? Eh, pastor, ano ba naman masama, di ba? Kung maniwala lang tayo sa konting ano, pamahiin, di ba? Para, para maging mabuti or malinis tayo, di ba? Okay lang naman yun eh. Di ba? Kung gusto kong maging malinis, papawisik lang ako, di ba? Ng, ng holy water, ganyan. Or siguro lalayo ako sa isang lugar so that I can be separated para mga monk, ganyan, para maging malinis ako. Or probably kailangan ko yung mga ano, yung eto, ano naman masama dito, pastor, di ba? Para swertihin lang, di ba? Ano, di ba, hindi tayo naniniwala sa swerte kasi malas yun, alright? Di ba? Or pastor, ano ba naman yun, di ba? Or even yung pagpunta sa church, di ba? Punta ako ng church kasi ano yan eh, kumbaga para maging maayos ako, malinis ako, maging mabait ako. As if Jesus plus something else will do us. Much. As if Jesus, as if magdagdag pa tayo ng ibang bagay, kumbaga, mas magiging mabait tayo. Ay, pag pumunta ako sa church, ano, kumbaga, mababait yung mga tao dyan eh. Di ba? And that's the reason why nagiging mabait ka. Pero the question is, paglabas mo ba dito, are you still the same person that you were here inside? Di ba? Here's something that I just want to tell you. Pero I'm going to say this by, by love, alright? I'm going to... Be blunt about it because I don't want you guys to suffer. Sometimes you come here, ganyan, di ba? How many of you here, you come here so that you can encounter God? 
reason why we're here. I hope that nasa isip natin I want to encounter God. I hope hindi dahil na drag lang tayo dito. I hope it's not because siguro may manilibre sa'yo. Okay lang yun sa simula. Pero sana sa susunod, hindi na. Sana ikaw na yung nagde-decide. Alright? But I hope when you come here that you would always ask, God, I want to encounter you. But there are times that we are tested. That's the beauty of church. Alright? God tests us through the church because of people. There are times you may come here tapos yun, di ba, during worship, ganyan, worship, worship, ganyan. But ako, mag-worship ako, ganyan, worship. Tapos biglang merong, ano yun, in the middle of worship, biglang may sisingit sa'yo, mababangga ka pa, di ba? How many of you, di ba, parang in a way annoyed by that? I would be annoyed by that as well, di ba? Or probably you come here, tapos you see the ushers, and you're, the ushers say, Sir, wag mo na pong pumasok kasi ganito, ganyan, ganyan. No, ganito, ganyan, ganyan. Dapat nandito, kaya nga ako pumunta dito sa church para mag-worship mag, ano, mag kay God. Pas may sungay na. Hindi na. <laughs> but do you get what I'm saying? Diba, we're here to encounter God. You come here in church. But then because of offense, and it may be valid, lalo na kung tinapakan yung paa mo, nag-excuse, di ba? It may be valid, but what if you are, you're praying for the past weeks, I want to encounter God, I want to encounter God, I want to encounter God, and that time, God wants to speak to you. During that time, yun, may tao na, na naka-offend sa'yo. During worship. But now, because somebody offended you, meron nang sinasabi sa'yo si Lord, ngayon hindi mo marinig kung ano sinasabi ni Lord. Because you're so focused on that offense. And for me, sayang naman. Sayang, di ba? Sana, nilet go ko na lang yung offense so that I can be focused on God. Sana sinabi ko na lang, I forgive this person. Miski hindi ko sabihin sa kanya, pero in my heart, di ba? Sasabihin ko, between me and God, God, I forgive this person. Para marinig mo si God, na may sasabihin sa yung maganda. Yun, sometimes we feel it like that. Na kailangan ito gawin. Or sabi ng mga Judaizers, ito kailangan mong gawin. Pumunta ka ng church para mag-worship. There's nothing wrong with church, but at the end of the day, we have to realize what the purpose of church is. The church does not make us clean. Only Jesus makes us clean. Alright? Jesus is enough. The reason why we're here in church, because as a church community, we want to know Him more. Ganon si Paul, <laughs> makipag-usap sa kanila. Because he was really angry in what's happening. Faith is what fuels the Christian life. We receive the Spirit not by works of the law, but rather by hearing with faith. And it's this faith that not only begins, hindi lang nagsisimula, pero but it continues the Christian life. Kaya nga, we have to understand that when we receive the Spirit by faith, and by faith, we are sanctified by the Spirit. Kumbaga, hindi lang tayo sa simula, yung pag-encounter kay Jesus. Pero as we walk our Christian journey, kumbaga, yung Holy Spirit pa rin yung tumutulong sa atin to be sanctified. Actually, more of this, a week five, about walking in faith. Alright, I'm just laying down the principles here. Because when we hear the gospel, we receive it, nagkaroon na tayo ng faith. It's not that we have faith, Okay? Tapos, we have been justified. It's my faith, kaya ako na-justify. Hindi, hindi, hindi yun ganun, okay? Kasi wala nga tayong faith, eh. The Bible says we are enemies of God. Sa simula pa lang, wala tayong faith. But because we started to see what Jesus did on the cross, and ngayon, dun na po, Pastor, yung 
faith, na by faith, I believe what you did for me. Doon na lang pumapasok yun. Eh, hindi naman natin nakita si Jesus, di ba? Kung baga, we just believe and have faith in the message of the gospel. So what happens now is that hindi lang dapat doon sa simula, pero pati sa pagtatapos, you have to continue that walk in faith, knowing that the Holy Spirit sanctifies us. He goes on, sabi, Did you suffer so many things in vain? If indeed it was in vain, does He who supplies the Spirit to you and works miracles among you do so by works of the law or by hearing with faith? Yung dito, yung basically, yung sinabi niya dito, Did you suffer so many things? Basically, it just means experience so many things. Hindi dito suffer na with pain, or, or hardship, alright? Yun yung ano niyan. So, sinasabi niya, have you experienced so many things in vain? Diba? When they have experienced the Holy Spirit, I believe that there are a lot of things that they had experienced. Of course, may kasamang hardships diyan, pero also that they have experienced the power of the Holy Spirit. And he was saying, does He who supplies the Spirit, tiyatanong niya, did you receive it by human effort? Nakuha mo ba to by human effort sa iyong sarili na kaslang? Or was it given because you were good? Kaya mo nakuha yung Holy Spirit or kaya ikaw na-justify kasi mabait ka? Kasi meron kang ginawang mabuti? Yun tinatanong ni Paul. And he was saying, the works of miracle dito sila sabi, the one that changed you, was it because of the law, what you did or doing the law? Was it because that you practiced this thing? Was it because you went to church? Kaya nagkaroon ka ng favor kay God? Was it because umaten ka ng Bible study? Kaya nasave ka? He was asking these things. And sabi dito ni Paul in verse 11, we're going to jump. Now it is evident that no one is justified before God by the law. Wala. Because the righteous shall live by faith. But the law is not of faith. Rather, the one who does them shall live by faith. We don't do the law so that we will be saved. Us doing the law, or for example, kasi yung law naman, it's not really bad. Alright? It was there for a reason. And the reason for the law is for us to know what good and bad is. But the problem is, Yes, we know what good and bad is, pero miski, alam natin kung ano yung tama, hindi natin magawa yung tama. Ang ginagawa natin lagi, mali. So not only knowledge of what good and bad is, but also the law tells us na hindi mo kaya tong gawin. Hindi mo kaya magpakabait. Kaya nga yung gospel nandyan. And that's the reason why the Holy Spirit is there. When you do the law right now, now as a Christian, it is a response as our worship towards God. There are three ways na magpagbabago. One is, alam natin to, especially if we went to Victory Weekend, di ba? Conform. Ano ba tong conform, di ba? Yung, ah, yung Kristiyano, ganyan, may dalang Bible, pag during worship, pagtataas ng kamay, ganyan, kakanta, papalakpak, conform. So, gagayahin ko sila, conform. Or, pwede ka, kung gusto magbago, one way is reform. You're very addicted sa drugs, ganyan. Kung baka nire-reform ka, anong ginagawa? Nilalagay ka sa rehab. Diba? Para ma-abstain ka do sa addiction mo, so nagkakaroon ng reform, reformation. Problema ng conform and reform is that these are human effort. And at the end of the day, you will end up frustrated. Mababadrip ka sa sarili mo. But what God offers us is total transformation. Which is, God is the one who is at work. Kaya kung meron kang mga bagay, alam mo yon yung December or noong January, sabi mo, magbabago na ako. 
Tapos yun, ngayon, June na, hindi ka pa rin nagbabago, baka kasi tinatry mo mag-conform or reform. Baka kailangan at this time, you, you need to allow God to transform you inside out, hindi lang yung panlabas. There was a story of this mom na these two sons na ano, very, ano, may addiction. So he was trying to conform them. Kumbaga, nilagay sa probinsya, ganyan, pero hindi pa rin nagbabago. But then he, he heard a message in our church, tapos and there was someone who gave a testimony about how he was transformed. Kumbaga, dinala siya sa isang rehab place. But this place did not just yung ginagawa ng normal na rehab, pero that place also would give them the Word of God. And then, yung na, nakita yun ng nanay, parang doon siya nagkaroon ng hope. And then he realized na kailangan ng anak ko ng salita ng Diyos. And because of that, yun, after a few months, the children, kumbaga nagkaroon na ng total transformation. In John 14:15, it says, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. Mahirap nga mahalin ang Panginoon, pero mahirap kapag iniisip natin yung sarili nating lakas. That's the reason why we read our word. That's the reason why we listen to preaching. That's the reason why we become part of a church and, and join a victory group or be part of a one-to-one. Because we want to know more about God. Eh, hindi ba to works? Kala ko ba, ano, pastor, kailangan, ano, by faith. Yes, when we talk about faith here, faith, ito yung active faith, hindi yung faith na parang tatambay ka lang, di ba? This is our response, knowing that God has already saved me, I love God, ngayon magre-respond lang ako. Kaya ako maatin ng church because I love God so much, I want to know Him more. The reason why I attend a victory group, hindi lang para sa akin to have head knowledge, because I want to know God more. That's how much I love God. I will do this thing so that I can know God more. Kasi yun naman yung question, ano ba yung nasa puso mo? Diba? Gagawin mo ba to kasi gusto mo magkaroon ng favor kay God or ginagawa mo to kasi alam mo may favor ka na from God. Kasi alam mo, onset, binigay mo na yung buhay mo sa Panginoon. Hearing with faith. Ito sabi, hear with faith. Justification is done by Christ alone but sanctification is a partnership between us and the Holy Spirit. Ang ganda lang dito, in verse 5, sabi dito, does He who supplies the Spirit, diba? works miracles, yan. In other words, it is an ongoing day-to-day work by the Spirit. He can supply you whatever you need every day. Kumbaga, here Paul had left the churches, ganyan, Galatia. Kumbaga, wala ng apostle na natira doon. He was just writing a letter, but he was reminding them but that the Holy Spirit is still with them. By hearing with faith is not only the way to start the Christian life, but it is also the way to continue it day by day. Because we receive the Spirit, and by faith, we are sanctified by the Spirit. Naisip ko yung kape, alright? Isipin na lang natin na mainit to dahil lumamig na. Alright? <laughs> Receiving and being sanctified by the Spirit. Alam mo, yung alam nyo that our, us, when we gave our life to Christ, we have already received the Holy Spirit. Alright? So ngayon, yan, it's being poured in us, ganyan. Holy Spirit has been poured to our lives. Sige, peri, pwede mong tikman. Powder pa siya. Ano lasa? Mapait. 
mapait pa. You know what? Tama, mapait. And sometimes, ganun yung buhay natin, mapait. Because the Holy Spirit, as a Christian, it has been poured in our lives, pero mapait. Bakit? Bakit ito mapait? Hindi pa nahalo. Hindi pa na-steer. Kaya kailangan, anong gawin? Steer natin. Di ba? So ngayon, pag na-steer, anong lasa ng kape ngayon? Mas masarap, di ba? Siyempre, hindi ka napapainom sa kanya kasi nga, malamig yung tubig. Hindi natunaw, alright? Pero do you get, thank you, Perry, ha? thank you, Perry. But you get the point. The Holy Spirit has been already poured in our lives. But the problem is, kaya mapait yung buhay natin. Kasi hindi natin ini-steer. Hindi natin ini-steer yung spirit within us. And of course, how do we steer that? Of course, going to church, reading our Bibles, even responding in a right way. Forgiving other people, giving our tithes, being generous towards others, experiencing a little bit, even a little bit of suffering and pain. Those are the times that we steer the spirit in us. And when we do that, mas madali tayong mag-forgive. Miski ibang taong mga businessman hindi nagbabayad ng tax, ikaw, alam mo, kailangan ko magbayad ng tax. I will do the right thing even if it will make me foolish. Even if magmukha kong yun. <laughs> Kaya kong gawin. Kasi at the end of the day, this is not about me. But about me worshiping. My God, the worst thing about being a Christian is that you are here for 20 years or been saying that you are a Christian. Tapos yun, nagpa-flirt ka pa rin sa kasalanan. I hope that we would get out of that point, flirting with sin, and really giving our lives to God. Even if murahin ka ng office mate mo, kumbaga hindi mo na mumurahin ng pabalik, di ba? Because you have the Holy Spirit in you. Galatians 3, verse 13 to 14, Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, Curse is everyone who is hanged on a tree, so that in Christ Jesus the blessings of Abraham might come to the Gentiles, so that we might receive the promised Spirit through faith. So at the end of the day, we receive the Spirit, and by faith we are sanctified by the Spirit. Last story. You know what? There's this person who won a raffle. And this person won a raffle in a cruise ship. Nagkaroon siya ng libre cruise. I have a friend. Nagkaroon rin siya ng ano, prize from his company. Tawasin yung picture siya. Ang ganda. Grabe pag sa cruise. Meron ka basketball court swimming. Meron pwede siya mag-jogging around. Everything is there. So ngayon, this guy went to the cruise. But before he went to the cruise pala, he was a little bit worried kasi nga, he doesn't have any money. Pero sabi niya, sayang naman yung cruise. Sige, I'll just go to the cruise. So ngayon, baon niya lang was crackers. Then, he went there for first day. Ngayon, crackers. During the lunchtime, crackers. For the past three days. And then, in the third day, nakaupo siya, di, nakaupo siya sa corner. And one of the staff of the cruise sabi, Sir, what are you doing here? It's lunchtime. Sabi niya, Oh, uh, I don't have any money. That's why I'm just here eating. Sabi ngayon ng staff, Sir, don't you know that when you came to this ship, everything was already paid for. When you won the raffle, kasama po yun, you have everything. And then, when the person realized that, nagulat siya. 
diba? that he was surprised that he'd been eating crackers for the past days, for the past three days, without enjoying the buffet meal that is laid in the in the diner. And sometimes we are like that as Christians. That we have been given a new life. That is the price that we have received. The gift that we have received from Jesus Christ. But then we are like that person, not knowing in the sidelines, eating crackers, eating crumbs. And I believe that this, the reason why I like this preaching is because it is a reminder for us that we should not be eating crumbs. But we can eat the full course meal given by God. That we can be victorious, not only on the onset, but even up to today, tomorrow, ano mangyayari sa'yo, next week, next month, next year, you can be victorious. Because knowing that I can face the world, not alone, not on my own strength, but by the grace of God. Amen. Probably you're here a, a Christian. You know that you're a Christian. You're very sincere. I want to read the verse. It says here, Philippians 1.6, And I'm sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. Some of you here really want to change. And you've been struggling with this. There are a lot of times that you, you, you know that you dishonor God, pero alam mo rin na gusto mo talaga siya i-honor. This is an encouragement for us. This encouragement, being reminded that one day, He who began a good work on you will finish it into completion. I hope that you hold on to this by knowing that the Holy Spirit is with you. And probably you're here, you're saying, uh, I hope that God will touch your heart. Because at the end of the day, this is not about church. This is not about plain church. This is not about religion. This is really about us honoring God. Can you all bow, bow our heads and pray? Lord Jesus, thank you for this time. Thank you for the great work that you have done on the cross. We acknowledge that the reason why we are saved is because of the finished work of Jesus Christ. Holy Spirit, thank you that you are here with us. Thank you that we are reminded that sanctification or being set apart from the world is not dependent on our own efforts, sa sarili naming lakas, sa sarili naming kabaitan, but it is dependent on your working. And right now, we ask that you continue to fill us that you would continue to speak to us, that you would continue to help us overcome. We thank you that we can overcome because the power is not coming from us, but the power is coming from you. Whatever, if you're here and you're struggling with something, all right, character issue, all right, emotion, basta yung character, alam mong nakakaano yan kay Lord, I want you to lift up your hands. Just surrender it right now. Surrender it to God. God, you see these hands. You see our hands, Lord God. We are we have things na pinagdadaanan namin or matagal na namin ini-struggle, Lord God. Some are struggling pornography, some are struggling in, in, in yung hindi kami generous, some are struggling siguro sa business, uh, making bad deals or nagko-compromise kami. Some are very impatient. Some are unforgiving, Lord God. But we declare right now that your Holy Spirit can empower us to become a new person, to empower us to stand up and do what is right. 
Because at the end of the day, we don't want to show to the world who we are, how good we are, how great we are. Because at the end of the day, we want to show how great our God is, how good our God is, how amazing our God is. Lord, thank you right now, Lord God, that you are feeding these people, Lord God. Thank you for the promise that He who began a good work will one day finish it into completion. Lord, we thank you. We thank you. And even right now, receive. Receive. Holy Spirit, even right now, I pray that you would speak to their hearts. Speak to their hearts in a gentle manner. Telling them that you got it. Telling them that you want to be in their hearts. Lord, thank you. Thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.